Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Okay, Ms. Kapow, we're ready, man. We're ready. Today is October 13th, 2017, and this is the Kapow Radio Show Freedom Friday. Freedom Friday hour. It's my favorite day of the week. Why is that? I just love Freedom Friday because I feel free on a Friday. <laughs> That's original. That's original. I know. I know. Now, we got some crazy stories I don't even know if I should tell people what we're going to talk about or just surprise them because it surprised me. <laughs> right? Nothing surprises you. No. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, this Jesus Ugh. Uh, that's here. Yeah. Is he Russian? Did you guys know that Jesus was Russia? They didn't know. He's from Russia. He's a Russian. And then uh, Justin Trudeau is a uh, nut. Yeah. Then we're well, going to I talk about... These sex dolls again. Miss mm. Capal, that's her favorite subject. She loves the, the sex doll things. I don't like them. And um, what people are doing there, it's important. Uh, let's see. And DNA altering the agenda. And we're going to see what NASA is uh, trying to pull. And then a very sicko story about um, some school kids in Southern California. Oh, disgusting. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 I know. Without giving too much away, you know, that's it. So if you will give a scripture, we'll get right on it, and we will just rock. Okay. We will rock the nation. All right, boy. Zephaniah 1, 14 through 18 says, The great day of the Lord is near, near and coming quickly. The cry on the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty warrior shouts his battle cry. That day will be a day of wrath, a day of distress and anguish, a day of trouble and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness. A day of trumpet and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the corner towers. I will bring such distress on all people that they will grope about like those who are blind because they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood will be poured out like dust and their entrails like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to save them on that day of the Lord's wrath. In the fire of his jealousy, the whole earth will be consumed for he will make a sudden end of all who live on the earth. Then you go to chapter 2 verse 3 that says seek ye the Lord all ye meek of the earth which have wrought his judgment seek righteousness seek meekness it may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger and then the last um, scripture I have is in the third chapter 8 verses 8 through 9 and it says therefore wait ye upon me saith the Lord until the day that I rise up for the prey for my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble 
the kingdoms, to pour upon them mine indignation, even all my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. For then I will turn to the people a pure language, that they may all call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. That is some uh, really, really serious wrath stuff, isn't it not? Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes no bones about it. It's like, rawr, you know, mm-hmm. crazy. Whew. All right, uh, let's take a break. And we'll Already? Kind of, yeah, let's just get it over with <laughs> and just so we can just do the news because, man, I don't want to be disturbed. Okay. You know, I'm focused today. Okay. I got focus. All right. I've, I've had some chocolate. Jeez, I, I, I had a couple of pieces of chocolate. Okay. Doesn't make me a bad guy. No, why, it why are make you it. judging me? I'm not judging you. Okay, we'll be back. Kapow! You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Hook Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. FifthHookMedia.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit FifthHookMedia.com. That's F I F T H O O K Media.com. Remember, that's FifthHookMedia.com. F I F T H O O K. What's up, yo? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. Kapow! 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 Miss Kapow! What? Jesus said in the last days when his disciples asked him, had asked them what what are the signs of the end and of your coming and one of the big things he reiterated over and over again was to be aware of false messiahs yes because in matthew 24 Mm -hmm. it says for there shall arise false christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible they just Deceive the very elect. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. And he also says, Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, sh- so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Yep. Pretty clear. And I don't know how um, the elect, the real elect, would be taken by this guy, but you never know. You never know. Our good friend, Anthony Cummings. Anthony! Yay! Thank you. One of the smartest men alive. Mm -hmm. He's very bright. He also teaches Hebrew and Greek. Yep. Yep. I do not have his email in front of me. But if you're interested in lessons in Hebrew and in Greek, email me, Paul at Cho, and I will get you in touch with Anthony. All right? 
All right. So anyway, he he uh, he sent this, and I'm glad he sent this because uh, this excellent is story, really something. This is from a shared, whatever that might be, under religion. And it says, Russian man says he's the reincarnation of Jesus. And he already has more than 5,000 followers. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. 5,000 idiots are believing this uh, nut job. Wow. He's in the wilderness of Siberia. Thousands of people have flocked to a small town named Petropavloluka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it looks like a little mining town. Yeah. It, it, it? Exactly. And it says here that um, this man claims to be Jesus reincarnated. Oh. Yeah. And you see the picture of him? I mean, he dresses, well, it's not a white robe, but it's a red robe. He's got the long Jesus hair, you know, like uh, Solomon, um, um, not King Solomon, but the artist, the typical painting of Jesus, the mm-hmm. European looking guy mm-hmm. with the beard, the whole bit. Yeah, light eyes. And, yeah, light eyes. There's another picture of him where he looks kind of sexy. He's giving a little sexy look. Oh. Um, you know, scroll down a little bit. You'll see it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's claiming to be Jesus. Uh, and, and so the question is, in this article, is what would drive people to drop everything and move to a little cottage in one of the coldest and most remote parts of the planet? Well, it's the chance to meet the Son of God in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Petro Pavloka is home to almost 5,000 what they call vision, v- visar, visar, Visaranets, Visaranets, V I S S A R I O N I T E S, Visaranets. I would call them marionettes, but yeah. anyway. And uh, these these folks worship a man who claims to be Jesus reincarnated. Visaran, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I guess that's his name, and that's why they would call him Visaranets, little little Visarans. Just like Christians would be Christ followers from Christ, but these are viscerinets or viscerins. Mm. So viscerin, aka the teacher, oh my. he lives in a private compound nearby. Because see, Jesus doesn't want to be bothered. Yeah, you know, I think the Bible said he had um, foxes have holes and birds have nests. But the son of uh, man has no place to lay his head. Mm-hmm. But not this guy. He has a private compound. <laughs> okay, so, you know, don't, let's not let the facts get in the way of a good a good scam. But his followers get to hear him give sermons where he discusses topics like... Oh, get this, get this. Vegetarianism. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Reincarnation. Uh-huh. And the coming apocalypse, ah. which he says will be a great flood, <laughs> which is interesting because okay. that's, that's already come and gone. Yeah. But uh, like I said, let's not let the facts get in the way of a good scam. Before that day comes, Visserin hopes to unite all the world's religions. Wow. Boy, red lights. And it gets worse. Okay, so he's teaching uh, vegetarianism and reincarnation and, of course, the coming apocalypse, which is going to be a great flood. 
Now, you're going to love this one. Are you ready for this? Okay, I'm sitting. His followers also study the last testament. The last testament. Not the new testament. The last testament. Oh. Interesting. Well, the last testament is Visceron's own <laughs> 10 volume, 10 volume sequel ah, to the Bible. Okay. All right. This guy must have been a prolific writer because he looks like he's about 40. Well, he can probably you started young. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine writing 10 volumes? I mean, these are thick books. Well, he is Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He miraculously wrote. Yeah. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hello. Um, a 10-volume sequel to the Bible, which includes philosophy, uh-huh. descriptions of aliens, okay, and warnings about the future. Now, his followers are forbidden from drinking and smoking or using money. Ah. Hmm. So. Already. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, he, um, he, called, he, he was born... In Sergei Antolakadekovich, total. <laughs> good place. Good thing you didn't get born there. Be hard to say that. I would. I would just be some mute guy with a bandaid on my mouth. Look, Hugby never talks. I can't pronounce the words. This guy's weird. Yeah. And while he claims that his mother is Mary, he admits he has a biological mother as well. Oh, of course. There's a picture of him playing with children, playing ice hockey. Mm. So it's kind of cool. Jesus is skating, playing ice hockey with the kids. Toro, he's 56. Wow. I said he was, uh, I said he was like in his 40s. I guess it's the long hair. The long Jesus hair makes him look younger. He's 56. He was a soldier in the Red Army before the Cold War ended. (laughs) He worked as a traffic policeman. Ah, see, now you have something in common. Yeah, we have something in common. I mean, like he's like blowing the whistle, waving traffic and red, red lights. And I was actually arresting criminals. And hey, you know, we can talk. Uh, that's when Visserin lost his job. Oh, no. And he coincidentally started to have visions revealing his true nature. That's always convenient, isn't it? Yeah. When you, you lose your job and then all of a sudden. Well, one door closes, another door opens. Yeah. You know and you mean? start realizing that wasn't me anyway. I, I'm Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start a religion. Now, I wonder why he doesn't allow his followers to use money. Uh, probably because they need to give it to him, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know. So he moved into the Siberian wilderness in the 1990s. Uh, when Petro Pavloka was just a group of huts in the forest. Mm. Now it's a huge self-sufficient community with That's solar where power. his money is going. <laughs> yes. It's building this big compound. Seriously. It has solar power, satellite TVs. Hey, hey, hey. And organic vegetable gardens. Okay, well. Mm. Okay. Oh, look at the some beautiful buildings they built. A uh, while Visserin says he's a reincarnation of Jesus, his Church of the Last Testament plays by a different set of rules. Okay, for one thing, polygamy is allowed. That's always with these religions, these cults, don't you think? Demons are. <laughs> Very sexual. Sexual perverts. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for that. It's not about the sex. It's it's a it's about the transference of uh blood and fluids. I think the demonic transference of things. Um what way they get in. Oh, read on. Anyway, read on. One thing polygamy is allowed. 
Viscera himself has six children from two wives. He's a busy guy, including a woman he married when she was 19 after she posed nude for his paintings. Oh, so he's a painter. Yeah. Viscerin's <laughs> first wife left him after that. So, yeah. The Jesus, we just escaped the whole 19-year-old <laughs> posing nude for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is a really different kind of Jesus. He, he really is. Uh, <laughs> so he's painting nude, uh, nude girls, nude children. And so his first wife left. Now, not surprisingly, many call Viserun a liar, a swindler, and a con man. Oh, that's hurtful. Yeah. And while this makes him feel sad, he admits it's unavoidable. I'll put down the basis that will change all humanity, he says. Mm. So that's him. That's the guy in a nutshell. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I, I think the, the take away from this story is 5,000 followers. I know it. 5,000. That's pretty sad. Sorry. That's mm. really sad. They're all reading the Last Testament, the sequel to the Bible. <laughs> Had we known, I mean, you spent years reading the regular Bible, right? I wonder, I wonder if you can get that in uh, on Amazon. Well, you know, is it only written in Russia, Russian? Well, I don't know. I mean, he needs to translate it to other uh, languages. Mm-hmm. If he wants to unite the whole world, come on. Oh, it's coming. It's come coming. on, Viserin. Okay. You want to talk about some other weird dude? No, oh, I can't stand this guy. I, this guy's not even a man. I'm seriously, he's not even a man. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't want to use the word mangina because I know that's very offensive, but this guy's a mangina. Justin mm. Trudeau. Mm. Justin Trudeau. Really? Really? Wow. He says, why I'm raising my kids to be feminist. Now, this particular online magazine is called MarieClaire.com. Oh, yeah. It's been around a long time. Is, is it just about, like, makeup and stuff? Yeah. It's, it's like a chick uh, chick. Yeah, it's, a, it's a female. Yeah, how to put on makeup and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, this guy, Justin Trudeau, actually wrote this article for, exclusively for MarieClaire.com. Wow. And I guess he thought no one else would see it. Well, he writes like a girl. <laughs> he does. He's, he's, the guy, maybe he's a chick. He's not a dude. I'll no, tell you that. No, he's not a man. That's for sure. Well, you don't raise your kid. You don't raise, I'm glad I didn't have a father like this that wanted to raise me as a chick. You know? No. He raised my sisters as chicks, as women. But not as boy. Come on. He says, uh, Trudeau says, why I'm raising my kids to be feminists. That means it's just boys. Mm-hmm. In an exclusive essay for MarieClaire.com, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau opens up about wanting his sons to, quote, Escape the pressure to be a particular kind of masculine that is so damaging to men and to <laughs> the people around them. What really? does that mean? What particular kind of masculine is dangerous to them and other people around them? I've never met that guy. No. I probably I probably am that. I'm sure if you met me, I am that guy. Yeah. I guess. Definitely. You know what I mean? Um, and then there's a picture of this. God, I oh, call, I love this picture. I, I, I want to call him so many names. I got to really bite my tongue. 
But I just love this picture because they, it's the whole family on a tractor. A Macy Ferguson tractor. Yeah. That's spotless. Have you noticed this? Yeah. It's spotless. Well, you know it's, it's never clean. been used. It's brand new. It has dirt on the tire where they drove it to the field. But it's men don't drive a spotless tractor. Mm-mm. And they're all in uh, casual clothes. Yeah. Which is probably like really demeaning for them. Yeah, his little baseball cap on. He has two boys and a daughter and uh, a wife who's obviously running the show, I guess. But oh, yeah, you know that. He says, I'm in politics because every day I get to work to make the world a little better for my kids and for yours. That's a scary statement. Yeah. I'm proud of the dedicated work our team is doing to make Canada more open, more inclusive, more just, and gender equal. Mm. But some of the most important work I do is not as a political leader, but as a parent. Of course. And every day at home, I have the astonishing and humbling opportunity, together with my wife, Sophie, to, oh, look at what he does. I get to nurture empathy, compassion, self-love, and a keen sense of justice in our three kids. Really? Well, Justin, I believe that. Well, it's, a na- it's, it's interesting. His, night, his wife's name is Sophie, which means wisdom. Yes. Like a goddess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this uh, this this man child is going home to his uh, wife and going. I want to nurture empathy and compassion, self love, and a keen sense of justice. I don't think so. You're working all day in the political uh, office. Yeah, in your little political it's not a cubicle. eight to five job. I tell you that. No, and he gets to go home and raise his kids. That yeah. Way. No. Oh, and I love this one. He's he's very exceptionally proud of his daughter Ella Grace. Ella, Ella Grace. Grace. She is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And then, because if you listen to the words here, it sounds like she's a brat. It says, she's growing up kind. All right. Okay. She's kind. She's super smart. I love this one. A passionate debater. Yeah. So what is that? She argues with him. She argues with her parents because she's a brat. But in a kind and super smart and passionate way. Yeah. She's a passionate debater. I'm not doing this school. I'm not. I want my cell phone. Open, she's open to the world around her. I love Ella, but he worries. Justin worries as a father, as a son, and as a husband, and dang it, as a citizen. Mm. You know what he worries about? Because mm. he witnesses the unequal obstacles women and girls face every day. Mm. You were in the workforce a lot of years, Ms. Powell. Mm-hmm. Did you did you really seriously have unequal obstacles? In yeah. The workforce? Were you as a woman because you were a woman? I think so. Well, okay. But well. not like what he's saying. I mean, it's just obvious stuff. I mean, you know, unequal pay and stuff like that. But so guys doing your same job would get more and as money? A, in in some in in the secular world, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. Cuz I I well, cuz I'm a guy. And then I was a secretary too. And believe me, it was very you yeah, know. but but if there was a male secretary, would it be unequal? I don't. No, I don't think it's so. Hey, they would no. get the same amount of money. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. I'm not talking about being treated differently because you're female. I was treated differently because I was a brown man. That's true. You know, but I'm not going to raise my kid to be non-brown. Exactly. <sighs> it's 2017. Yet in Canada and around the world, women and girls still face violence. Did you face violence? No. Discrimination. Nah. Stereotypes that limit them. Nah. And unequal opportunities that keep them from achieving their dreams. Nah. 
No, well, your dream was to marry me, and I don't think anything stood in that way. No, in fact, your your parents pushed me. <laughs> they begged you. <laughs> please, they literally please. said, <laughs> "We will pay you." We will. Then they did. My parents started a trust fund. <laughs> For Vesca Powell, is that if you will just take him away <laughs> out of our house, we hate him. No, that's not true. Well, they didn't say hate. They just said he needs to go. <laughs> so they begged him. They said, can you meet my son? He's ready. He's married. He's maritable age. <laughs> He's going to be an old grouchy widower. It's maddening, he says. Uh, that my brilliant, compassionate daughter will grow up in a world where, guess what? Despite everything, she she is a person. There will still be people who won't take her voice seriously. Oh, that's sad. Who will write her off simply because of her gender. I, I, okay, I, you know what? All right, but it gets worse. Mm. It gets worse. So anyway, he he says that you got to remember he's writing for a, a female makeup magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, he he works with his wife with with his daughter. And they can't be with her every moment of their life to protect her um, when someone makes her feel small or to advocate for her when someone isn't listening, Mm -hmm. even if they wish they could. You know, parents can relate to this, right? So the best thing they can do is to help Ella learn unshakably that she is enough exactly as she is. You get it? Mm -hmm. That she has immense power and intrinsic worth. Which no one can take away from her. That is, that's her strong voice, which you can use and trust. And you know what that means for him? And this is, this is what he says. That means raising her feminist. Full stop. Wow. And this is a definition of feminism. Feminism? Uh, it's a range of political movements, ideologies, and social movements that share a common goal, which is to define, establish, and achieve equal political, economic, personal, and social rights for women. This includes seeking to establish equal opportunities for women in education and employment. Mm-hmm. And some of the examples of feminism is admitting women into the army, increasing the pay of female worker so as to be equal to that of male worker, allowing women to be employees in a company, and the history of feminism has always been closely linked with contemporary feminist politics. And earlier this week, I read a story where um, the Girl Scouts, Mm. um, Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts were allowing girls to join their club. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, that's why we have Girl Scouts. I know. So that Boy Scouts can learn boy things and Girl Scouts can learn girl things. Yeah. But now they've got to mix it all together. Well, I know. And we all know that the Girl Scouts had much better cookies. Oh, definitely. What do boys learn? You know, uh, how to make a fire. You know, <laughs> the Girl Scouts have cookies. <laughs> and you want to ruin that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, other people out here who are experts on feminism and what it really means and what's behind it. It's It's sinister. Yeah, it's satanic. Um, it's just it's they it's under the guise of all the political stuff of equality and all that crap. But, mm-hmm. you know, the agenda's not that. No. Um, but you know what? Trudeau, Mr. Powell, mm. he, he means he's raising his daughter feminist full stop. But he doesn't stop there. Mm. He doesn't stop there because 
The question is, well, how are you raising your sons to be strong advocates for women and girls, too? Mm-hmm. And here's where it gets really. See, and that's um, what his wife said. Yeah, him. that's what his wife said. His, his little wisdom wife. Yes. His little goddess mm-hmm. that he listens to. Gender equality is, is not just an issue for women and girls. Um, because we all benefit when everybody has the same opportunities as men and boys. It's all in us to make that a reality. So our sons, he says, have the Mm -hmm. power and the responsibility to change our culture of sexism. And I want Javier and Hadrian. (laughs) I don't know where they come up with these names. Would you just wake up one day? You know, what's a good name to to call my kid Hadrian? (laughs) Not Adrian, Hadrian. I don't know. So anyway, he want Javier and Hadrian when he's a little older to understand that deeply. But I want to to help them grow into em- empathetic. empathetic. I want to say pathetic. Yeah. Young people, <laughs> adults, strong allies who walk through the world with openness, love, and a fierce attachment to justice. Oh, this guy talks. Pizza. I mean, who I mean, talks, who talks like that way? I know, in real life. I want my sons to escape the pressure to be a particular kind of masculine. And I don't know what that is. That is so damaging to men and to people around them. I want them to be comfortable being themselves and being feminist. He wants his sons to be feminist who stand up for what's right and who can look themselves in the eye with pride. Well, you know, most fathers want that for their sons. They're, you know, I mean, normal people, normal fathers, normal men. They instill a great respect into their sons for women. I, I grew up with, I had two older sisters and a yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. I know. I loved women. I did. I really do. That's why I love Mr. Spanish, man. <laughs> I do. I loved them. You know, I mean, some guys, ah, women do this. I, I, yeah, I loved them. That's why I dated a bunch of them when I was young. <laughs> I like me, my women's. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I mean? Um, come on. You know, y- yeah, it's, you treat them nice. And, I mean, they're people. You, you know, you have a good time. I don't get it. <laughs> I better stop, right? <laughs> I just, amazing. But anyway, you know, you're, you're, my father taught me to, he taught me all this respect stuff. I didn't have to be a, f- a feminist. Uh, and my two sisters, they liked men too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they really liked men. <laughs> so, feminism is not just the belief that men and women are equal. It's the knowledge that when we are all equal, all of us are more free. Does that make sense? No. Well, he gets more confused. It's a relentless commitment to look for ourselves in each other. Oh, because that's how we start to build a world where everyone is treated with respect and recognition, Ms. Kapow. Really? It's the unwavering conviction that all people have the same rights and freedoms, that my rights are your rights, and it is only when your rights are fully protected that mine are too. Oh, for the love of pizza. I don't that's know how that works in real life. Yeah. That's what you call uh, gobbledygook. Yeah. But the world doesn't exist yet, but it can be built by people who have a strong sense of justice and empathy, he says. Right? Mm-hmm. So they want to create, he wants to create more inclusive communities. That's the world we want to live in, he says. That's the world we want our kids to live in. To raise our kids feminist is to recognize that they all have a part to play to build that world. To raise our kids feminist is to honor their future because they have the responsibility and the power to shape it for better. Oh, that was so beautiful. That's Justin Trudeau sitting on his phony tractor 
With his phony family. Yeah, his phony family. <laughs> and he has this, uh, you know, real nice collared shirt on and a real clean tractor cap on. This guy has never worked a day in his life. I think that's the first time he's ever seen a tractor. Tell you yeah, I, I think he is. I think he is a feminist because I think he's feminine. I think he's very effeminate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very effeminate. And speaking of respecting females, Mr. Powell, and the love that we should show each other. Let's talk about sex dolls. Ugh. You know what? I I didn't like the photos in this this article. Sex dolls are creepy, Jerry. No matter how you creepy. slice it, it's they're creepy. I did not like this. And of course, they can pose them and do yes. weird stuff because they're not real. I didn't care for it. No. Uh, this is the opposite end of what we just talked about, uh, but it really is the same agenda. Satanic agenda here. It, you're destroying, you really, with these things and stuff, you're destroying the relationship between man and woman. Yeah. You really are. Uh, Justin it's, Trudeau is, is using feminism to do it one way, and sex dolls use a... Uh, it's perversion. Yeah, a false uh, relationship to do it another way. But it's the same thing. It is. It is. Right? Uh, sex doll sickos. This is bizarre. There's a world's first sex doll brothel. Is they don't have they don't have humans here. It's a sex doll brothel. And it's being bombarded with requests for pedophile and rape sessions. By twisted pervs, the owner claims. The owner claims this guy invented these sex dolls called Luma Doll. Luma Dolls. Get it? Luma? Like light? Yeah. Who is the light bearer? Who is Lucifer? <laughs> Lucifer, the light bar bearer. Mm. Lucifer. It is called Luma Dolls. Light Dolls. Uh, mm. Huh? I mean, do I need to cross any more T's? Uh, make any more connections here? I don't think so. Luma Dolls. He says business is booming. Oh, I can imagine. Uh huh. Isn't that something? At Lucifer Dolls in uh, Barcelona. But some punters, I guess they, they call men who use these places punters. Um, punters That's a nice yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, punter. Uh, some punters' vile requests have got out of hand, he says. Oh, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine. Oh, Lord. The owner, Sergi Prieto. He says he caters for all preferences, but he's been forced to turn down some of these punters because of their disturbing desires. Now that's pretty bad. You got to yeah. turn away a guy that his his requests are so disturbing on a doll that you got to turn him away. That's Obviously, pretty bad. This, this man loves his dolls. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I gotta protect my dolls. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, he co-founded Lumadol Bordello, and uh, it's it offers it offers to fulfill men's wildest fantasies with lifelike sex dolls. Ah, nasty. I, I just don't. I really don't get it. You got real prostitutes out there. Obviously, they're just not good enough because they talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the man's fantasy. Just shut up, a woman. <laughs> I think if you, you paid a prostitute and said, don't talk, I don't think she would. No. It's business. Mm-hmm. Ah. I don't know. I really don't know. <sighs> well, anyway. I don't know, Jerry. <laughs> he said business is booming. Tourists flock from all over the world. That's great. 
he said that some customers oh, prefer the service because they have a rape fantasy. Oh, dear. And he Jesus. goes, obviously, we don't want to promote this kind of activity. <coughs> right? No, it's got to be wholesome. <laughs> it's got to be wholesome. You want to have sex with a uh, synthetic doll, and that has to be wholesome. He also said um, sickening sex dolls designed to resemble children are also in demand. This See, is good night. And you provide these perverts this stuff. Yeah. Good. And really, we've been saying this for a while, and I think a lot of uh, the listeners Jeez. here mm. realize that, that pedophilia is really, really on the rise. It has been in the last couple of years, and there's a big push to normalize it. Yeah. Well, laws are being enacted. Yeah. To keep these perverts um, safe. Mm -hmm. And it's all over. You know, I mean, just on the news, this Harvey Weinstein, uh, you know, nephew, you know, mm -hmm. raping all these women and, you know, all this stuff. Um, I don't think he's a feminist. Um, I don't think he was raised by Justin Trudeau. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, what he did was horrible and he's. People are in that business, you know, the casting couch business. I mean, really, um, they, you know, they do what they got to do to get in the movies and stuff. But you, uh, you see this, it, these, these people in these top positions, including politicians and everything, they're, they're, they're sexually perverted. Yeah. And uh, pedoph pedophilia is a huge thing. And we're seeing more and more of it. And right now we're like, <gasps> we're shocked, you know, Pizzagate and stuff. But, uh, you know, if, if time goes on, if time's allowed to go on, it's, it's really going to be more and more normalized. And the fact that this guy is saying it's in demand, that people are requesting children a sex doll, I think that's, Just says a lot. Just idea, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. No. What he says, he says, in this market, the sex doll market, there are lots of suppliers that sell, sell dolls that look like children. Oh, God. He says there exist dolls that are small and look like children. Mm. That's an ethical option for us not to provide this kind of service. So they don't do that. He says we could do that, but we don't want to promote that kind of behavior. Um, so, anyway. Uh, and of course, we've all heard that some people say sex dolls and robots can be used to treat pedophiles who have urges to molest real children. Yeah, and that's how they justify this mm -hmm. evil. Well, Apparently, this uh, professor, Noel, Noel Sharkey, mm. from the University of Sheffield, Love on the rocks. Uh, he said he, he called for a ban on these child sex dolls entering the UK. Because he said in a recent report from um, a place called Foundation for Responsible Robotics, mm. that guilt-free sex with a submissive doll or robot could encourage the objectification of women, abuse, rape, and pedophile, pedophilia. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And that's what we've been saying. I would think that would be the case. Anyway, quite... Uh, quite disturbing. Yeah, quite crazy. Apparently how this place works, Luma Dolls, it's a secret location. It's only revealed to paying customers. Of course. Visitors are welcome... Into a candlelit room, right? Where they can watch porn with the doll for a unique experience. Oh, <laughs> so you're just sitting there with a doll. And these are grown men. Oh my God. <laughs> they're watching for you. Hey, how'd you like that? Huh? Huh? Can you give me some popcorn? <laughs> so, 
Uh, the company says, with Lumidol's customers can perform any of their sexual fantasies uh, they do not dare to do with a woman. <laughs> that's, that's bad when you, you know, you got... Oh, my gosh. Tell us how you want to encounter your doll, what kind of clothes you want her to wear, and in what position she should be. And then they uh, provide that. Ain't no surprise. Uh, and he, uh, he's going to expand his business worldwide, and he may set up a robot sex doll brothel in the UK here pretty soon. Already then. Sex doll brothels. Sex doll brothels. Big business. It's very disturbing. I just, I just, uh. Yeah, on so many levels, you know. And that's why then when you got a Justin Trudeau saying this kind of nonsense. I mean, a lot of people would buy into it because on the other extreme, you got this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You go, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can't raise our kids to, you know, objectify, you know, women just because they're women, you know. Um, yeah, and they're just working both ends. That's all they're doing. Yeah, you're right. How about NASA? They're good people. Oh, disgusting people. I believe everything NASA says. Look at that guy's face. Oh, yeah, he's an alien. He's an alien. NASA wants to alter the DNA of Mars astronauts by 2030. You heard it. And the reason why they want to protect them from cancerous space radiation. Mm-hmm. I, got a, I got a better idea. Don't go to space. <laughs> Don't go where the radiation is, Okay. That's just too logical. That's like say, I want to alter this guy's DNA so he can walk around Fukushima. Um, yeah. The better choice would be, like, don't go to Fukushima. There you have it. Uh, okay. Uh, High energy particles will bombard the bodies of Marsonauts. <laughs> That's what they're called. They're not astronauts. They're Marsonauts. They're going to Mars, Mr. Powell. Okay. Everybody knows they're going to Mars. We're going to set up colonies there. Right now, the Earth magnetic field protects us from these particles. But DNA drugs could help treat any damage to cells caused by the radiation. And more radical genetic alterations. Get it? Mm. What does that mean? We're going to alter the DNA at the base level. It could help boost the body's own resilience. Mm -hmm. So it's the Uberman. It's the new man. It's the new human. It's the new species. That the, the 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 fallen ones, well, I'm not saying trying. They they have brought it into the world. I think half mm-hmm. these people we see on TV, seriously, are not, are not human. Are not real. No, uh, just bizarre. I mean, I don't know if you guys are still following this Las Vegas shooting stuff, but it just gets weirder and weirder every day. Mm-hmm. And half the people outside of Sheriff Lombardo, I just don't, I don't think they're even, even human. Mm-mm. My goodness, they just. Their emotion is just off skewed and their behavior and what they say. Anyway, NASA uh, says that protecting the astronauts is key for future missions to Mars because of all the space radiation. And they believe they have the solution. And what they want to do is they, a combination of using drugs and will, that will alter the DNA code of its crews. Now, that is scary in itself that there, there there's drugs either existing now or will be that can alter your DNA. I think they exist already. Because that means that could be put in your cornflakes, right? That's what they're doing already. Yeah. And your modified food and water, 
if a drug could be put in there, then it can modify. Yeah, they're already, they're already doing that. They're wow. doing that in our vaccines. They're doing that in our food, our water. That's what the chemtrails is all about. Yeah, they're already doing it. Scary. Mm-hmm. Scary. Uh, he says it could repair the damage and help with other diseases and all stuff, right? That's the only solution. Only solution. Uh, there's a lot of particles coming at you from around the earth. They got the Van Allen radiation belts, you oh. know, those ones that in the 50s, uh, uh, I guess the us tried to blow it up to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Idiots. Um, the sun has uh, a lot of radiation. Don't go to the sun unless you're <laughs> genetically modified. Just a clue. Just a little hint from your Uncle Paul. Uh, galactic cosmic radiation. That's a big one. You don't want to just be cruising around the space there. Yeah. Right? Looking at supernovae, stellar explosions, things like that. A lot yeah. of radiation. Stay away from that unless your DNA is modified. Exactly. So here's a chief. They have a chief technologist. His name is Dr. Douglas Terrier. Like, eh. like the dog. Eh. Terrier, like the dog. And he made the comments ahead of an appearance at the Codex C-O-D-E-X, Codex, Invitation Summit, held in London. I love these little words that they use. I know, right? These little names, these little clues. One of the techniques currently under development, it's a compound expected to enter clinical trials after it was shown to rejuvenate elderly mice in laboratory tests. Oh, see. See, they're old mice and they're like, we're out of here. We're done being a mouse. We're going to heaven. But no, we're going to rejuvenate them mm-hmm. with these things. It's also considered making more advanced tweaks or alterations to the DNA of the astronauts themselves. Mm. There's moral implications, right? So it's a radical step, but they're going to address it. And what that includes is epigenetic modifications. Oh. Epi, epigenetic modifications. And it alters the way genes are read by the body. Without making changes to the underlying DNA code. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. What could possibly go wrong? Exactly. So what they would do is it would allow scientists to turn up the volume on one genetic instruction or mute the other. So it's it's a modified. See, they're playing with fire. Yeah. But you know what? It prevents cancers. Yeah, dementia. dementia. Mm Mm-hmm. Other radiation-related illnesses. Yes, for a good. It boosts the body's resilience to its effects. Yes. It's good stuff. We're looking at a whole range of things, they say. Drug therapies, modification, epigenetic stuff. Yeah. And he goes, I think those have a lot of ethical consequences, so they're still in the experimental thought stages. (laughs) That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. Of course. And it has nothing to do with Marzonauts or going up in space. It has everything to do with genetically modified. Yeah, so they can Uberman. continue their experiments. They absolutely, I mean, you know, they do not believe truth and they don't believe the word of God, right? Of course. So they not. absolutely do not believe that this place is going to end. Mm-mm. I guess they think they're just Well, gonna... they think it's going to end, but they were trying very hard not to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just... This this is where they, you know, in the Psalms, where they want to cut off themselves from God. Yeah. And just 
do their own thing. Yeah. Cut the cord. Yeah. Uh, break the bands. Exactly. Yeah. We, That's what they're talking about. We don't want to live under the rule of, of God and his Messiah. That's what Nimrod was all about. Mm-hmm. Let's build yeah. our own tower. Let's get up to heaven, mess it up, and let's do our own thing. And we'll never, we'll never be destroyed again by a flood. Never. Exactly. We'll never allow that to happen again. We will prevent that. Exactly. Um, not according to Russia Jesus. Russia Jesus says <laughs> the flood is coming. So anyway, they got to get together and get their well, li- he's the hoping, lies together. Yeah, but he's hoping that, you know, if he can get one world religion, it'll prevent the flood. Well, yeah. Yeah. Now, he already has two wives and, and six kids. You, you think he's going to add uh, sex dolls into, uh, into that mix? <laughs> he might. Yeah. You never know about these guys. You never know. Okay, this is the last story. This is a sicko story. Oh, and this is nasty. I, <laughs> I, say that about I know, but it really is. But I don't know too much about it, but I'll give you what I got. It's the, from the L.A. Times. This is going on in, in Cuckoo-fornia. <sighs> um, not their fault. There's claims of semen-tainted flutes, royal schools across Southern California. Nasty. Yeah. Uh, for For years... Hundreds of children in the Fullerton School District have taken part in a seemingly heartwarming program called Flutes Across the World. And uh, it's an initiative. It aims to connect young students in Southern California with underprivileged counterparts in the Philippines through a simple round of arts and crafts. All right. It's It's a good little thing that kids do for other kids. And during the classes, students were shown how to make colorful flutes out of PVC pipe. They would write personal notes to students half a world away that would be folded inside the instruments. Mm. And then um, they would be sent, you know, so it's a cool little thing kids mm-hmm. kids do. But in the past 10 days, the program, which was collaborated with schools throughout Southern California and other large national charity organizations, it became ensnared in a grotesque scandal that has left parents and educators horrified. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Mm. Last week, United States Postal Service and the California Department of Justice launched an investigation to determine if some of the flutes that were delivered to schools earlier this year had been been contaminated with semen. You know, that's a pedophile who does that. Mm, mm, That's mm. a pedophile. Leaving the parents panicked and school officials struggling to determine how many students may have come in contact with the instruments. (laughs) Yeah. So in recent days, officials had issued the warnings in all these different school districts across Southern California. And they said that, that they had been contacted by federal and state investigators who were trying to determine if a quote-unquote music specialist had provided contaminated flutes during Mm. presentations given to young adults with their districts. Wow. Now, this music specialist guy apparently didn't work for the school district. He was described as an outside contractor and music performer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Disgusting. So it's an ongoing active investigation by both the feds and um, California. 
And so local police have asked parents whose children receive flutes from the program to place them in a sealed brown paper bag and bring them to the nearest police or sheriff station. Come on. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these um, flutes across the world collaborated with a number of large national charity organizations, including American Cancer Society, which has denied that they had anything oh, associated. Oh, of course. And Ronald McDonald House. Oh, yeah. Which uh, hasn't uh, responded back to uh, requests. Oh, of course <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Terrible, man. So oh I, I don't know if they have this guy hooked up or they're still looking into it or what. Apparently, the individual, the guy who did this, apparently, this guy came highly recommended. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. By like the Orange mm-hmm. County, you know, arts association and things like that. And um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, he was um, Oops. putting the sperm on flutes that were, you know, going, going to children. And, you know, that's, you know, I, I don't, I don't know the mind of, of a perv like that. You know, what, what jolly you get out of that outside of this totally demonic, you know, mm-hmm. just totally demonic. Wow. And uh, I, I don't know what the Russian Jesus would say about that. What would Russian Jesus do? No, we have to get the uh, his book. Yes, the the last testaments, mm-hmm. the last testaments, the, the the sequel, the sequel to the Bible. Yeah, and the answer will be in there, I'm sure. Yeah, you know we can get the little bracelets too. W W R J D. What would Russian Jesus do? <laughs> And every time you have a life decision, you go, what would... Yeah. You know. What would this freak do? Yeah. Well, I forget his name. I'm going to call him Vladimir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah. What would this freak do? All right, Ms. Kapow, Um It's time. I think it's time. Ciao, babies. Good night. Good night.